0: Frother to quickly whip up your healthy and nutritious grown American drink. Go to Grown American forward slash John and order today.
1: Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door.
0: This is SiriusXM Progress. It's good for the children. And welcome. I'm John Fiegel saying for the next three hours, we're going to be coming at you with comedy, with music, with facts, with empathy, with history, with some terrific guests. Man, it's a good show tonight. We're going to be wrapping up a very strange week in review. Strange because I'm exhausted from this week and it really only started on Wednesday. Most of us only had three days of work and yet there was a massive amount of rank malfeasance, double talk and jive and straight up fuckery that we need to mock and unpack. We're going to be joined tonight by the great Max Burns and we'll be joined by our friend Julia Jessica known on social media as Decoding Fox News. She is a fearless media critic who watches hundreds of hours of Fox News every week so we don't have to, and she's got a terrific social media presence. Chris Hauselt is our executive producer, running this thing from down south in South Carolina. The great Thea Harper produces our show from Brooklyn. And let me tell you, maybe the best thing about the new Indiana Jones movie, every time Indiana Jones punches a Nazi... The Nazis call him woke. I, I know. Completely shocked. We have a lot to get to. Uh, labor market, not doing too bad. Rudolf Giuliani, not doing too good. Finally, they found a bar that might kick Rudy out. And can you imagine if Barack Obama ever doxed Donald Trump and shared his home address with millions of followers And then very shortly, a deranged Obama fan showed up outside Donald Trump's house, uh, an armed one. Yeah, uh, you can't imagine that. It wouldn't happen. Donald Trump did it. They arrested the guy. It's insane. Trump supporters are leaving the names of prosecutors in the classified documents case, and they're being bombarded with threats. And nobody cares. It's been a weird week, guys. It's been a very strange week, and it hasn't slowed down. Again, we've learned today the gunman who killed 23 people in that racist assault in the El Paso Walmart was sentenced to 90 life sentence prison terms. We have also learned that the four party Dutch coalition government has collapsed as political groups in the Netherlands remain at odds over immigration and refugee policies. I know the two party system sucks, but sometimes coalition governments suck even more But the real thing I want to talk about is finding your line with the side you support. Look, if you listen to this channel, you're a Democrat or you're a liberal or you're a progressive or you're a leftist or you're a moderate or heck, maybe you don't have any labels. Maybe maybe you're just someone who doesn't like evil, however you identify. We respect it. Right. But no matter how much you support a politician, unless you are in a cult at some point. You'll find a line. You'll say, "Ah, I can't go with you there. And this is true of every relationship, unless you're in a cult or addicted to someone. I mean, love relationship, family, friends, the artists you love. Someone's going to put out a bad album sometime. Someone's going to put out a crap film sometime. People will let you down. You don't have to agree. ...with the people you love and follow on every issue. It's one of the reasons why I like bringing our show to SiriusXM Progress... ...because we're talking to people who are able to walk and chew gum mentally. So we've reached one of those times when it's okay to come out and say... ...I'm breaking with Joe Biden on this, and Joe Biden is wrong. But it's one of those arguments that's so compelling on both sides... ...I have to come out and say, I'm just a fan of the debate... And with the war in Ukraine hitting the 500-day mark, things in Russia have gotten more confusing than ever. Two weeks ago, it looked like there could be a coup. Now we get some progress. Zelensky's visiting Erdogan to discuss a peace plan and NATO membership. But we've learned four, some senior U.S. officials just met with some well-connected Russians, including Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov, to try and set the stage for a potential peace talk. The British Ministry of Defense is saying Russia's forces are so depleted, Moscow couldn't mount a new offensive on their own. And the U.S., the U.K., and France have all told Putin if he uses a tactical nuclear weapon, they will all attack Russia with non-nuclear means. The U.N. has said over 9,000 civilians have already died in Ukraine. And there's more support than ever for them to join NATO. The Turkish president, Erdogan, says Ukraine deserves to become a member of NATO, and Turkey now has their big drone manufacturing company, Baykar Technologies, opening a drone manufacturing plant inside Ukraine. But, as you may have heard or read, Ukraine's counteroffensive against the Russian forces is not going as well as NATO had hoped. Ukraine is still trying. They're still fighting hard. It's difficult to tell how this is going. Which leads us to today's big debate among people on the left and we want to know your thoughts on this one and it's about it's about cluster bombs the pentagon has officially announced that the u.s will be providing cluster munitions to ukraine they are vowing the u.s will not leave ukraine defenseless and they have asserted once again that kiev has promised to use these very controversial bombs carefully now th- this this could help ukraine forces break through russian defenses they're banned in most of the world Because some of these bombs are duds, and even the dud bombs can kill civilians. And again, with these munitions, they can kill civilians decades after they've been dropped. Now, Ukraine is asking for cluster bombs because they believe they need them for their counteroffensive. They've been asking for months. They're trying to dislodge Russia from their fortifications. and, And Russia has faced condemnation around the world because they've used cluster bombs in Ukraine. You know what cluster bombs are, right? Dual-purpose improvised conventional munitions, or DPICMs, as they're officially known among the kids. These are faulty weapons. They're they're haphazard. They're very dangerous. They're brutally lethal. Once they're fired, the, the, the cluster bombs release dozens of little mini-bomblets into the air, and these little mini-bombs spread out, and they land on, like, ...a football field-sized area... ...a city block-sized area. They can't control... ...where the little mini-bomblets are going to be falling. And they don't... ...always immediately explode... ...as soon as they hit the ground. Some of them... ...land on the ground... ...and they essentially become live landmines... ...for years. They're very dangerous to civilians during wars... ...but see, one of the reasons why these bombs are banned... ...around the world... They're very dangerous to civilians for years after a war ends. Cluster bombs were banned by a convention signed by more than 100 countries, including many NATO allies. Many say the use of cluster bombs is a war crime and a crime against humanity. America was not one of the 100 countries that signed the convention banning them. Neither was Russia. Neither was Ukraine. And now Joe Biden is prepared to waive U.S. law that forbids the production or the use or the transfer of cluster bombs that have a failure rate of more than 1%. And he's going to send them to Ukraine. These lethal cluster bombs that have a failure rate of more than 1%. These weapons can be launched in the air or the ground. They break apart in midair, and then they send a large number of little tiny bombs down to the ground. Since World War II, these munitions have killed an estimated 56,000 to 86,000 civilians. Now, many people support this, and I get it. Many people on the left support this, and I get it. A lot of people are really tired of playing it nice. Putin is slaughtering people. He is committing ethnic cleansing. Putin's not going to negotiate. Putin doesn't believe Ukraine's a real country. He's not going to stop. So people are saying we have to give these folks everything they need, including Ukraine membership, which I agree on. And Joe Biden's getting attacked from the left and the right on this one. But they're doing it so they have a better chance of defeating these invaders. Our great friend Rachel Bidakoffer tweeted, if Ukraine falls, Ukrainians forced to live under Russian tyranny won't be thinking. I'm so glad we didn't use cluster bombs. Jen Stoltenberg, the NATO Secretary General, he said today, NATO's not taking a side on this. It's up to individual governments to decide. But he said, we're facing a brutal war. We have to remember this brutality is reflected, that every day we see casualties and that cluster munitions are used by both sides. Russia used cluster munitions to invade another country. Ukraine is using cluster munitions to defend itself. Here is uh, NSA Chief Jake Sullivan answering criticism uh, around the U.S. supplying Ukraine with these cluster bombs, again, which have been banned by more than 100 other countries, which we, up until today, had a law saying we weren't even going to make them anymore.
2: We recognize that cluster munitions create a risk of civilian harm from unexploded ordnance. This is why we've deferred the decision for as long as we could. But there is also a massive risk of civilian harm if Russian troops and tanks roll over Ukrainian positions and take more Ukrainian territory and subjugate more Ukrainian civilians because Ukraine does not have enough artillery. That is intolerable to us. Ukraine would not be using these munitions in some foreign land. This is their country they're defending. These are their citizens they're protecting. And they are motivated to use any weapon system they have in a way that minimizes risks to those citizens.
0: And again, uh, technically, it's not a war crime. There's nothing illegal about the Biden administration making these and transferring cluster munitions to Ukraine because neither Ukraine nor the U.S. signed that treaty. So we now see there's there's two kinds of outrage over this, right? On the one hand, you've got the progressive outrage because These weapons are an abomination. Nine House progressive lawmakers, led by Representative Jayapal, are objecting to the transfer of cluster munitions, saying it severely undermines our moral leadership. And that the legacy of all the long-term civilian harm after Vietnam should prevent us from repeating the mistakes of our past. The letter they signed said, notwithstanding any other provision of law, no military assistance shall be furnished for cluster munitions. No defense export license for cluster munitions may be issued and no cluster munitions or cluster munitions technology shall be sold or transferred. That's what the amendment says. Now, Sarah Jacobs, congresswoman from California, she signed this and she said cluster munitions keep killing long after their initial use with the potential to injure and kill civilians for generations. Cluster munitions also prevent successful rebuilding and economic recovery in the countries where they're used. I understand both points of view on this. I understand why some people on the left think it's important to do anything you can do to beat back this murderous blitzkrieg of destruction and rape and violence and murder by Vladimir Putin. And, of course, many of us are saying, here's my line. I support you. And Representative uh, Jacobs has been very clear. Still support Biden. Support helping Ukraine. Support it all. Doing a great job. This incredible coalition. Just not this. But then there's the other type of person. Uh, the hypocrites. Have you noticed that there's some people right now who are really angry about this today? They're really mad, but they're not on the side of the Democrats who are explaining why these are so amoral. They're mad that we're doing it. They're saying we're warmongers. And they're people who couldn't care less when Russia was dropping these exact same cluster munitions on civilian targets. They never had a peep when an invading country use these weapons of death on a smaller country. But they'll use them, they'll complain if that smaller country uses these weapons to defend themselves. Michael McFall, the ambassador, tweeted, to those rightly raising questions about the U.S. decision to send cluster munitions to Ukraine, your concerns about war crimes and international law today would have had a lot more credibility if you'd raised concerns the previous 499 days about Russia using such weapons against Ukrainians. And again, these people that are out so angry now, they're not really against cluster bombs. They're against the fact that Russia is no longer the only person using them. Now, here's the real story. The story to me is that a very special hypocrite is showing up here in America. And it's this wonderful, dark, little Fantasia overlap of people on the left and the right. People on the left and the right, the far left and the far right. Shucks, they found each other once again. And they are attacking this government, this administration, and this White House, and this president... As being warmongers. They are calling Joe Biden a warmonger. They are calling anyone who supports NATO's support of Ukraine defending itself a warmonger. You know who they don't call a warmonger? The man who mongered the fuck out of this particular war. Mr. Vladimir Putin, who's been mongering his wars hardcore for 500 days now. Now, you're hearing a lot about, oh, these liberals used to be anti-war, but now it's only Trump. Oh, Lil' Tuckum said that on Russell Brand's ridiculous interview. Donald Trump is the only one who's against war. He's the only anti-war candidate. Mm. Now, these people I'm talking about, the righties and the lefties, the fake anti-war contingent. They are fake because these godless, chinless supplicants like Tucker, they'll condemn Biden. And folks on the left will condemn the military-industrial complex and the war machine that never stops getting funding. And brothers and sisters, I am with you on that. But they're not condemning Putin. The people who attacked your patriotism 20 years ago because you didn't want Bush's evil war, they're now calling you a warmonger if you don't like Putin's evil war. Guys, there's one bad guy here. It ain't Joe Biden. It's Vladimir Putin. And Putin's goal is not to prevent Ukraine from joining NATO. Putin's goal is to stop Ukraine from existing. Because Putin, to his bones, thinks it's not a real country. It's part of Russia. And we're expecting Zelensky to negotiate with this man while his murderers are still within his borders? And again, Russia's use of cluster bombs against these poor people, well documented, widely condemned. They've dropped these things near hospitals. They've killed people waiting in line at a cash machine. Human Rights Watch Put out a report last week saying Russia has extensively used these weapons and caused many civilian deaths. Russia's already using them. So why shouldn't Ukraine? Well, I I would say because they're evil weapons. The fact that Russia's using them doesn't make them right and it doesn't make them safe. They're all ticking time bombs. Again, all it takes is for something to go wrong. And when these bombs go wrong, you can win the war. Russian troops can leave and then one of these can go off next week, next month, next year. When your loved one steps on. And Ukraine's been using cluster bombs. Turkey's been giving them to them. Turkey provided them. They've got a supplier. We don't need to do that. Go ahead and let Zelensky defend his country because Turkey's hooking him up with the bombs he needs. Doesn't have to happen. Not from us. See, it's very possible to support Joe Biden and yet call him out on the things you think he's wrong about. It's nice not being in a cult, isn't it? And by the way, you won't hear too much of this on the news tonight, but June just marked the 30th consecutive month of job gains in the U.S. economy. One of the best pieces of June numbers news ever, we have this multi-decade high in the share of people being employed in their prime working years. The employment to population ratio among Americans 25 to 54 went up to 80.9% in June. Hasn't been that high in 22 years Since April of 2001, the unemployment rate fell to 3.6% from 3.7%, and it's near a five-decade low. Right now, the United States has the lowest inflation of any G7 nations. The country's getting stronger. The country's healing. There's a lot that has to be done. But we still get to have debates like this, and we want to know what you think. Is it a good idea for America to give these lethal weapons of destruction to drive out these invaders or is it not worth it considering that every one of these bombs can represent multiple ticking time bombs that lie in the ground in wait for years we got a good show tonight man 866 997 grit is our number beachside bill is calling from orlando how are you bill i got a couple things look oh. first thing with the bunk, with the bunker bombs right
3: yeah with the bunker bombs, why can't they computer chip them? I'm sixty forty on it. Why can't they put computer chips in them so they can be scanned? We do it with cats and dogs, right? So, right. you know, I, I, I'm just putting that out there. I'm not. I, 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 I get it. The I, problem, the the problem
0: it. is the, the problem is that the the they they work at killing people in very creative, horrible ways. Right yes, and the I left understand. agree on that. And this is one of those issues I like because people on the right and the left are for this and people on the right and the left are against this. But they're not reliable weapons. They 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 explode in the air. They rain down little mini bombs. And sometimes those bombs land on the ground until someone steps on them. They're very, very deadly for a society when people are returning to their, when refugees are coming back, children who are playing, farmers who are working in their fields. There are so many scenarios where these weapons continue to cause death. They've caused up to 85,000 deaths of civilians since World War II ended.
3: Well, I think of Princess Diana. Look at her, what she did for, you know, exposing it, you know, 20 years ago. Right. So, I mean, you know, in, yeah, in and she did a war. lot on landmines
0: as well, a lot of landmines as well. And I think landmines yeah. are evil. I think but, landmines are some of the most evil things humans ever created.
3: Absolutely. I, I agree. I just thought... It, John, I, I was calling quick, though, uh, on Tell the me. Bunker Babies. Uh, not the Bunker Please. Babies. I'm sorry. The, the, the Baby Fox Babies. Did you yes. know that she was born? and, and she and, and so she was born in, and on January 2nd in Ocala. She was dropped off. And one of the firefighters... The video just came out a week ago. The firefighter adopted the baby... And they've chosen to remain anonymous. I, I, to I need a little, I'm privacy. so
0: sorry, Bill I need a little more setup about the story what, 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 who who is this child we're talking? Remember about? Remember the baby
3: box the baby box babies we I talked to you about it about a month ago. The babies who were born and they, and they, the boxes are attached to a fire station or a hospital here right, in Florida, and they're around okay, the yes. South here. Okay. The baby was a uh, baby was born January second. You can Google all this. Yes. The baby was born January second. She just came out. The video came out a week ago. She's a white baby. She was born. Not that's the difference. I'm just saying that. And and uh, <laughs> the firefighter adopted her. I'm not kidding okay. you. It's out there. I love that story. Thing is. And, but the thing is, I thought about the mother, you know, the birth mother, and you know, the nine months before. Now, here in Florida, we still have a fifteen-week ban on abortion. It's still here. The state yeah. supreme court's going to listen to the uh, the six-week one here. The bullshit with DeSantis coming up in in in, in uh, September. Just, right. Uh, news. So that's what's going on here. But I thought about the mother, and I was thinking, you know, the sad thing is that did did the woman have an option for an abortion? List? Or did she have, you know, who cut the umbilical cord? Someone had to be with exactly. this woman when she gave birth. She couldn't just put it in a box. You know what I mean? I'm just getting into details. What do you think?
0: I mean, think about the fact that we have an unelected court that decided it was okay to force a woman to carry a baby to term because she's always able to just abandon that baby at a box at the fire station. So the state can force women to be pregnant when they don't want to be. The state can force women to leave their jobs and leave the workforce when they don't want to leave the workforce. The state has the power to force rape victims to be the mothers of their rapist child. The state has the power over the woman's body and the woman has no right to not be pregnant. And their rationale for this to feel good about it is that they're leaving baby drop off boxes at fireplaces. I think I think the whole notion of the story of the fireman adopting the baby is beautiful and I love it. But yeah, yeah. this is not a viable option for women in this country. It's
2: embarrassing.
0: It's embarrassing. It Again, God help these poor people and God bless firemen who are kind to these babies that get dropped off. It is embarrassing for the first world to have to have this happening in twenty twenty three.
3: It, it it goes back to Europe too, and all that. They go into a little history on it, but they, it goes back to Europe, yeah. and, you know, the religion and all that, and then fine See. and all that.
0: You know, we've all seen, we've it, all seen it, stories of the babies left on the uh, at the firehouse, the babies left at the at the at the church steps. I mean, yeah. we've, we've grown up with this. It's a it's a common trope, but now they're literally putting baby safe deposit boxes yeah. as a as a clean alternative to abortion, like it's a blockbuster video.
3: It's very sad, and you know another sad thing here. Just another child died here with the parents leaving the 11 the month old over here in Polk County. And the other day, it means five children have died. Left, they're being left in vehicles here. Another oh, no story, but it's sad. It's very sad. It's very sad. And a, and a dog was left up here in Ocala just yesterday. So people are leaving, oh. and, and we're in this heat dome and shit and all that. You know, there's five babies this year. One just happened in Palm Bay just south of me about a month ago. And these okay. people, they, they, it's very sad. A two year old, they, they were pastors at a church. They went into the church to go uh, preach and unfortunately they left their child in there and then the baby died. And, 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 and you know, uh, it, It's you very know. sad here and I just wanted to, I don't need to leave on a sad note or say anything. I'm just making these things up because they're not getting any attention. No, it's you're right, you're right. Texas. And oh, listen, and
0: we've, we've talked a you know, lot on the I, show in this heat wave about the importance of checking on old people, check on your elderly neighbors, yeah. check on animals because there's a lot of people out there who are super vulnerable. But Bill, before you go thinking you're, you're completely depressing, I just want to say you you've actually shown something really really valuable which is that people who respect men who respect women's reproductive freedoms men who are man enough to say i don't get to tell you what you do with your body men who are pro-choice men who aren't necessarily pro-abortion they're pro not letting a man tell a woman how she's supposed to live those men still love babies and that's what both of your deeply depressing stories were all about bill
3: yeah right well a lot of it my compassion comes from my mother I think about the person and you know those things it it comes from my mother my mother was a nurse and you're like your mother and and she instilled in me that compassion to think about other people before myself I can think about myself all fucking day but I think about other people like young people to vote I don't vote for myself now John I'm going to be 65 here I'm going to be in Hawaii in a couple weeks and you know I vote I vote for the kids I vote for the young people I want them because I'm leading I've already live my life you know that's how i look at things in, in a personal view and you know you. i'm not looking at things it's just very simple i've lived whatever time i have left it's for them you know because Fair i've enough. lived my life you know well that inspires I look me at and i things, just want to say that's know? how
0: i view the world too i mean i have all this empathy bill also because of your mom that that's it for me so that, well, that's why i'm here so thank you Bill. thank you john we'll, we'll, oh no no now you woke up chris uh, chris what's what's oh, wrong did you okay, finish chris, your puzzle what, what happened when yeah, I'm just doing a did, Sudoku did you, hill. Did you win? Did you did you get the wordle, Chris? Because it's interesting that you were listening Bill, to the show. Bill,
4: when you yeah. say I'm 65, I'll be in Hawaii in a few weeks, do you mean you're retiring to Hawaii? You're leaving Florida?
0: No,
3: I'm I'm going to donate blood. Uh, you know this about me. I I'm uh, I'm going to be donating blood, and I'll tell God. you quick. have 150 that, gallons. I just well, did, you, you didn't he say I'll be in
5: Hawaii in a few weeks. Did I miss? I did did I make yes. that up? I will,
0: this man donates blood like a Peter I will, Jackson I will, I will, movie. Really quick, Bill. I'll, we gotta I'll, hit a break. I'll have, I'll, I'll be quick. I'll donate
3: 150 gallons there. I've already donated several times in Hawaii. I'm going to cash in my chips there and get. And when I come back here in Florida, I will be on the news probably because you don't see 150 gallons every day, right? So Let that is know. that is my legacy,
0: right? I'll let you know, John. You're the first one, and I'll always let you know. Okay. I can't wait. That, that's okay. amazing. I will I'll share any 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 clips you have on that. Bill, thank you so much. I will have, uh, I hope,
3: yeah, we'll talk soon. Thanks, John. Okay, right, have yeah, a good I'll, I'll
0: be here. Glad I could catch you. Okay, we all good? Mm-hmm. You good, Chris? Did you get everything in there you needed? <laughs> I was just wondering. I think it's great. I, I I think it's incredible how much blood this man has given. I mean, here in New York, we just sell it. That's how I paid for my kids' clothes for school. Had to go to a lot of clinics that day. Okay, quick break. When we return, the great Max Burns is with us to talk about the decomposing DeSantis. And your call's at 866 997 GRIT.
5: Spreaker or wherever you get your podcasts on, because, you know, I love it
0: when you do. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. So, yeah, a Washington, D.C.-based uh, bar discipline committee concluded today day that former Uh, Mayor Rudy Giuliani should be disbarred for frivolous and destructive efforts to undo the 2020 presidential election in support of former star of Celebrity Apprentice Donald Trump. He claimed massive election fraud, but had no evidence of it. The three member panel declared in a 38 page decision by prosecuting that destructive case. Mr. Giuliani, a sworn officer of the court, forfeited his right to practice law. Not that he's really been practicing law for a very long time, but it's good to know one person had a worse week than Ron DeSantis. Into the fray comes the great Max Burns, a Public Relations Society of America award-winning democratic strategist, political columnist whose advocacy work has guided many successful companies and corporations and campaigns. You've read him all over the place. I've uh, seen him all over the place from Daily Beast to NBC News to News Nation. Mr. Burns, welcome back. Um, happy summer to you. Hey, man, thanks for having me. Are are you okay? It's been pretty brutal here in New York. We we've we've uh, just I mean, it's it's I don't know how hot it is in your neighborhood where I live. All the the, the chalk body outlines are all runny. It's just it's just really hot here.
6: New York is is existing about three inches away from the sun. And it it is I feel like my air conditioning bill is so high. I'm going to need those 150 gallons of blood to cash in to pay it because, I mean, (laughs) it is just relentless here, man. I didn't know we lived in Tampa.
0: Oh, it's been brutal. It's been insane. Um, and and I, I guess normally this is when everything in the world slows down politically, but hasn't really been the case yet this summer. And Ron DeSantis seems to be doing a, if you will, a, a second unveiling of his campaign. He, he First, he announced it. Everyone thought he was going to have it for so long. By the time he announced he was running, it was a bit anticlimactic, and it seems like this week he put out this bizarre gay fantasia homoerotic ad. Uh, His wife starts coming out with her own little tea party group, Um, and I know you were going to have a piece on MSNBC that's going to be coming out very, very soon, but you're actually comparing Ron DeSantis to a different famous Republican politician, I've said for a long time, I think he's he's sort of like the Rick Perry of Scott Walkers. But you you actually compare him to a a Republican I would not have thought of at first.
6: I think the, the shocking thing is for all that that Ron DeSantis has tried to position himself as sort of the new Ronald Reagan. He's much more Mitt Romney than anything else. If if his campaign appearances and his campaign so far are any indication uh, he's he's a weird guy. And people are starting to notice that uh, everywhere you go. Now, weird,
0: as you know, is a very subjective term. I mean, Mitt Romney was 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 awkward. Yeah, uh, he was he he was always just kind of like Pat Buchanan at a Wu-Tang show to me. Um, but but I, I think that the rap on Governor DeSantis is that he's a bit more coarse or vulgar, that he's a bit meaner. In his in his discourse. Uh, What do you mean by 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 weird? Is it just that his social skills are really off? Because that's what I keep hearing. Well,
6: well, there's a mix because there is a certain malevolence to it, like that anti gay ad he came out with that ended up even alienating a lot of Republicans,
0: a lot of Republicans.
6: and the, the predominant response I got from Republicans I spoke to was that they didn't immediately recognize this was an ad meant to support Ron DeSantis. I know. Because, it, it, I mean, it calls him evil. It positions him next to a bunch of oiled up muscle men uh-huh. uh, talking about masculinity. It's a bizarre ad. I think uh, oh, the, the New amazing. Republic called it one of the weirdest ads in American political history. You know and what it was, Max? just it, indicative it, it, of a it, problem.
0: Yeah, I, I call it myself uh, a naked appeal to bigotry and a bigoted appeal to nakedness. That's it's absolutely true how the whole thing. Feel. I've watched it three times because I still can't believe it's not a Mr. Show sketch.
6: No, I, I love it. The idea of comparing yourself to famous uh, criminals and serial killers of movie history is definitely how you relate to farmers in Iowa, uh, but it, you, you're right. I mean, this is the second or third relaunch of this campaign we've seen. Uh, DeSantis is now calling it the great American comeback. But in a lot of ways, it's his own comeback. He was uh, launched his campaign at about 39 percent in the polls back in January. Now, uh, flash forward seven months, the Harris poll has him at 14 percent. I mean, you couldn't fall much faster (laughs) if you were trying. And there is a sense of desperation from him. He's now in Iowa. He's in New Hampshire almost every day. It's causing him to miss easy goals in Florida. That's making Florida Republicans upset with him. And he's rushing his work in Iowa. So it looks fake. It comes off inauthentic. And Iowans really are not responding well to it.
0: Yeah, this whole Mama's for DeSantis thing just seems like a a, a desperate cry for help. It it just feels like, hey, let's just let's relaunch the whole campaign with his more likable, more human wife and pretend it's just another day.
6: And this is the same campaign. Remember, that criticized Joe Biden for for, quote unquote, campaigning from his basement. And now for the last week, all you've seen is Casey DeSantis. They've essentially sidelined Ron to give him a hard reboot in the corner. And I mean, I don't blame them. The last event he did was sort of emblematic of where his campaign is. It was a July 4th event. It ended with him soaked in a rainstorm, playing to a crowd of about two dozen DeSantis supporters and and more press, I think, than voters. And it really does reinforce what you're seeing. The Washington Post, The Wall Street Journal report that even his supporters and key donors are starting to wonder if there is an on button for this, like when it starts to. Become a campaign because it feels very impromptu and and thrown together right now. I mean, there are those who would say, you know
0: what, if you hadn't signed a six week abortion ban, which is incredibly unpopular around this country right before you ran for president, maybe you wouldn't need to have your wife coming out to try to desperately appeal to women voters at this point.
6: Well, it's clear. And this is the really I think the more devastating part to his campaign is that his core message he's realizing in real time doesn't work. This woke fight, social issues all the time. He's discovering when you're in Davenport, when you're in Des Moines, these people don't care about your fight with Disney World. Most of them have never been to Disney World in their life and they care what you're going to do. About ethanol subsidies, they care what you're going to do with the farm bill. And DeSantis has no answers about that because he's literally hired no staff to address those kinds of policy issues. And when you that's only right, that's have right. this wokeness and it's falling flat, I mean, we start to see him. The the weirdness starts coming out. The the stress is starting to show in the way his campaign is running.
0: (laughs) But you know what? He has a perfect, perfect response to the low poll numbers, Max. It's actually kind of a brilliant strategy. He's going to talk about the polls and call them woke. And that's what's going to, he'll call anything woke to go ahead and and move himself forward. But you had a great point on Twitter, uh, which is still a website. Um, that people are on, Max posted occasionally (laughs) still, but how his team is frantically working the phones because the Republican Party didn't know what to make of this ad. It's a huge blowback. I don't think anyone believes the log cabin Republicans can do any damage at all. But it was so weird. And you pointed out DeSantis can't take
6: that ad down. No, he's stuck with it. I mean, you can't admit the failure. The Trump team has already raised money and, and organized people around this ad from the beginning and taking it down as an admission of a complete screw up. And it's something his campaign can't afford right now. I mean, this is really what you're seeing is sort of a hangover effect of a campaign that launched with huge expectations. This was the future of the MAGA movement post-Trump. This was that's the right. heir apparent to the Trump crown. And the campaign that's come out, you know, honestly feels a lot like like I mentioned a mix of Mitt Romney and Jeb Bush. And the only saving grace here is uh, Ron DeSantis hasn't yet asked people to clap for him, but he's essentially (laughs) just laughing in their faces and talking to no one at these events. It's really got to be a tough sell for donors at this point.
0: It is very strange watching him interact with real people. He seems to still be very tense, and maybe he'll relax and get better at that as the campaign goes on. But let me point out to you, Mr. Burns, uh, DeSantis is very well funded. His campaign has plenty money. And just as Joe Biden can afford to have low poll numbers this early in the process, uh, so can Ron DeSantis. I mean, we've talked about it many times. There are many reasons why Donald Trump might not be the nominee. A year from now, not the least of which is all the plaque around his heart. I mean he's not a healthy man. So you know, I mean DeSantis just has to hang in there and go to the debates and see how he does against Chris Christie. He he has enough money to stay in this thing to the end.
6: He does, and that's what's going to make this really interesting. Because as he's fading, we're seeing that it's not evenly distributed. His voters have gone right back to Donald Trump, who's now at almost sixty percent in the polls within the Republican Party. (laughs) Wadeley gets convicted,
0: Max. Wadeley's a convicted felon. They'll like him even more. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
6: That's that's the terrifying part. I mean, that's true. But right now, Ron DeSantis's numbers have more in common with Mike Pence than with Donald Trump. And that's a a problem he can't address because time and again, within his party, he's been asked how he's differentiating himself. What is the DeSantis vision for America? And the argument is essentially, I fought Disney and kind of won. It's it's an indecisive argument, and it doesn't put forward anything inspiring. It's certainly not going over well in New Hampshire, in Iowa, in South Carolina. And and. It's never a good sign when you're this well funded and you're still having trouble giving away free tickets to an event you're at. Well, and when you've got
0: state legislators back home who are farmers telling people, don't worry, tell tell your people, meaning your undocumented immigrant labor, uh, not to leave. Don't don't worry. Ron's just doing this because he's running for president, admitting this on camera. And at the same time, as you point out, NBC reported DeSantis lied about sending Florida emergency response teams to help with the building collapse in Davenport, Iowa last month. Can you fill us in on that?
6: Yeah, I mean, Iowans don't suffer political fools. It is a tough place to campaign. My grandmother's in Iowa, and I know this for a fact. And what happened was Ron DeSantis, after that terrible tragedy in Davenport where a residential building collapsed, posted on Twitter that he had sent a, an emergency response team to help out because he's just so caring, you see. The problem was by the time that tweet had been posted, DeSantis had known for 10 hours, according to NBC News, that Iowa didn't need his people and told them not Mm. to send them. But he Mm. sent them anyway. They spent a day at the airport doing nothing, and then he flew them back at a cost of almost half a million dollars to Florida taxpayers. So when he goes to Florida or to Iowa and tries to sell this story, there are Iowans in the crowd saying, that's not true. Why are you lying to us? That's never a position you want to be in.
0: Wow. Um, I almost don't want to break away from this to ask you your thoughts about Rudolph Giuliani. But it does seem that we moved um, one step closer to something I never thought would happen for a former prosecutor like him. A famous prosecutor like him. We're we're hearing the D word, Max.
6: We are. I mean, I would toast the end of Rudy's career, but I imagine he's probably three or four deep already. So he's way ahead of me. (laughs) <laughs> uh, the, the thing is, this is not surprising to me. We're starting to see the fallout uh, of of all of this election denial coming to pass. We see Jeff Clark, who was acting attorney general for yes, nine hours. That's right. Who is uh, at, now about to lose his law license. Uh, Lynn Wood retired in agreement Retiring, to not be prosecuted.
0: Quit uh, giving up giving up his law practice rather than be put on trial for his lies.
6: Yep, And that and that was the explicit agreement that he made. Uh, Rudy Giuliani now. There are are several other. Uh, John Eastman in California is now facing a disbarment hearing. Uh, And this is deserved. I mean, this was an incredible breach of ethics they committed. They manipulated and abused the legal system of this country in an effort to overthrow democracy. The fact that they aren't facing serious criminal charges is a blessing for them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, we should expect more of this, right? It's going to be quite a year. What I'm waiting for is to hear more people who are in jail for their January 6th crimes coming out and saying that Trump lied to them all because I don't know what it would take to make MAGA believe it. They they don't care that 60 cases were thrown out of court some with extreme prejudice. They don't care that these MAGA attorneys are having to get their own attorneys. They they don't care about the indictments, Max. They Republicans love themselves some illegals. I think that's the moral of this story. They love their illegals.
6: That's true. I mean, and there is, I think, in, in a lot of people, no way to to bring them out of that. It's it's in many ways You you hate to compare it to something so polarizing, but it is like like slavery in the sense that you didn't convert. A lot of those people went to their graves still believing white supremacy and slavery was the right thing. And sometimes the answer is just to beat them. You beat them at the Mm. ballot box and you keep those poisonous ideas out until you've you've got a more stable country and you've got that under control. But like you said, I mean, it's going to be a busy time. August is usually a time off and a period away for Washington. But we're likely to get more Trump indictments in August. We're likely to get a lot of deals from conspirators in that Georgia case in August.
0: That's right. It's going to be
6: a hectic month.
0: And again, Ron DeSantis, well-funded, not going anywhere, and his fortunes could easily turn. I still think Max has a very good chance that Glenn Youngkin could swoop in at the end of this thing if they, if, if everyone tears each other apart for the next year. But I understand now that DeSantis' own key supporters are are publicly worrying that the campaign isn't working at all.
6: Yeah, I mean, this has become from a whisper to a shout. It's now appearing people on the record. Uh, in major newspapers, in right-wing outlets, saying, you know, the DeSantis has a lot of money, but what's not happening is there's, there's no connection that's happening, that he's, despite all these ads, uh, the quality of the work is low. It doesn't seem that he is especially <laughs> responsive to the polling that shows the issues he's talking about aren't working. His own campaign manager said he's not gonna mince words. He's not in a place they wanna be. He feels they've missed a lot of momentum. And I mean, when you're admitting that, so early and unprompted, it indicates that there are a lot of people eager to talk and that there are a lot of problems uh, inside that campaign. They I'm, just I'm don't eager know to, to hear they them.
0: just they just don't vet people anymore. They just don't know how to vet anyone anymore at this point. And I, so I guess we're just going to wait now to watch Chris Christie beat them all up on stage, except Trump, who's going to dodge the debates.
6: Well, now Ron DeSantis is saying and this is particularly rich and I think kicked off a lot of criticism over the weekend that he might not do the debates either because he sees it as a two person race with Donald Trump. And Trump's campaign says, well, you're about 40 points short for that to be true. And that's true. I mean, it's realistic. Ron DeSantis as a challenger doesn't have the luxury of not debating that he thinks he can sort of set that image is delusional and it shows a complete misunderstanding of where he is.
0: In uh, our final minute, before we go to break, what do you think about this Republican pledge? Once again, trying what Trump wouldn't do for eight years ago, asking all the candidates to promise to support the eventual nominee. Is that going to fly? Telling all these Republicans is- that you you might be forced to support a convicted felon
6: next year? You see, that's what's tough for me, because I believe parties have a right to say you should support the nominee if you want to be part of the party. But when it's this is such an unprecedented scenario, I think a lot of people's hopefully consciences will take over here and and it'll be something they just can't swallow. Unfortunately, you know, that's that's wishing. I don't know that that's going to bear out. Man, Max Burns, what is the best way
0: for our listeners to follow you and keep up with all your doings?
6: You can follow me on Twitter for now at The Max Burns and on Substack at maxburns.substack.com. Thank
0: you so much, Max. It's so great to end the week with you. We're very grateful. Have a great one. we got to take a quick break. We will be right back with more of your calls. This is Progress.
1: Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital.
0: Welcome back to SiriusXM Progress. We are celebrating the 83rd birthday of Ringo Starr, who I've never really met. I handed him a glass of water once on a set, but it's also the birthday of friends of the show, Jim Gaffigan, and a friend of the show, Doc Severinsen. Doc is 96 years old today, and being on this show, you what? What? Go ahead. Say it. He he was one of our pandemic era guests. One of our first pandemic era guests, they pitched us Doc Severinsen on Zoom and I would have preferred to have him in person, but you know, you know don't be greedy during a plague and he was wonderful. I thought Yeah, I agree. I, I it was, you know, I grew up watching on TV. It was amazing. Yeah. Uh, Happy anniversary to our friend Anna Kasparian of the Young Turks. Uh, Happy anniversary to Georgia Fox, who I was on CSI with. Uh, Shelley Duvall, born in the state in 1949. David McCullough would have been 90 today. Uh, Satchel Paige, born in the state in 1906. George Cukor, born in the state in 1899. Gustav Mahler, still the most underrated composer, born in the state in 1860. Elvis made his radio debut when he... Played his first Sun City record, That's All Right, on this date in 1954. And sliced bread was sold for the first time, people, by the Chillicothe Baking Company of Chillicothe, Missouri, on this date in 1928. What did they do before they sold sliced bread? They just sold bread and you had to slice it yourself? Wow. That's like going from black and white to color, I guess some of y'all been on hold forever let's get to your calls um let me go to john in missouri who's been on hold the longest hi john thank you for your patience
7: well i thank you for taking my call and i must say this is my second call to you you gave me kudos the first time i would like to give you kudos this time i love the way that you presented uh i would say you know both sides of the munitions Thank you. Uh, what Biden approved of. But you did it without both siderisms.
0: Well, there's there's all, there's sort of three sides to it as well. Right. Like there's the side of uh, of saying, well, this and there's there's Democrats and Republicans saying we have to do this to beat Putin. There's Democrats and Republicans saying, no, we, we, we shouldn't do this even to beat Putin. Let's still keep on supporting, but not do this. And then there's the people, Democrats and Republicans who are mad about this, but didn't care when Putin Drop these bombs. The Democrats and Republicans oh. who will call Biden a warmonger but can't bring themselves to criticize Putin for whatever reason.
7: Exactly. And like I said, I'm just starting to listen to you. I like your logic. I, one of the things that drew me to you is your you have the same views that I have against religious fundamentalism.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I love religious people and I love religions. I like all I the religions. Should, same here. I'm a Jesus same freak. Here. I could talk the Bible all day, but fundamentalists of all religions, they're all the same.
7: Well, my fundaliz- fundamentalist of religion is the church of the holy goalposts that I worship every Sunday during football <laughs> season.
0: <laughs> Very so nice. An-
7: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
0: all right. Well, I won't piss you <laughs> off then.
7: <laughs> okay, but the main thing is going, it, 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 getting back to the cluster bombs, and this is what I feel. When when Russia first started this invasion of Ukraine,
1: yes. one of
7: the jarring scenes to me that I saw were the mobile crematoriums that they had. They right. brought those along to make sure that there was no evidence. Genocide. And yeah. I'm 64. The first time I ever heard of crematoriums on a massive scale was in World War
5: Mm-hmm.
7: World War Two. Mm-hmm. So my thing is well if this was a conventional war then i can understand those who have a ambivalence about giving them cluster bombs yeah but when you're facing genocide i'm sorry I'm going to use, what did Malcolm X say? Whatever means Many necessary. means necessary.
0: Right. My, again, but my my only problem with it is, and I acknowledge, Russia's using these weapons to invade a smaller country, and the smaller country is using these weapons to defend themselves. My My problem with them is they're not reliable. They're very dangerous and faulty, and these little bomblets can land on the ground and blow up years later. There will be people in Ukraine who are killed by these things long after Russia has left. That's my concern.
7: Right. But also, you're finding munitions today, a lot in Europe, from World War II, that in sort of like the same thing. But these are different type of weapons, but they still do the same thing. But I understand what you're saying. I, I really agree with you. But I'm just saying those... I know. Right. Those mobile crematoriums, scared the bejesus out of me at least me in world war ii they weren't mobile
0: i keep wondering if this thing is only going to end when vladimir putin gets vladimir Putin. because one thing we know about our russian brothers and sisters when they want to they they can change leadership oh, yeah. they they oh, do yeah. it
7: <laughs> you're <laughs> so right about that
0: they have a well, hundred year and yeah so we'll see hey I listen really, john thank you
7: I, no problem thank you
0: I'm so honored. Please call back any time. It's a pleasure to hear from you. We're at 866-997-4748. Let's get to everybody. Uh, let me go to uh, Phil in California. Hi, Phil.
5: Hi, John. Um, you think Vladimir Putin's going to walk out of a third-story window?
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's either going to fall out of a high window and no one can explain why, or he's somehow going to consume a polonium smoothie. I mean, he has his ways. <laughs> and, I, you know, this is what happens. They get used against them. I mean... They, they they love their czars in Russia. They 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 say they don't, but they love having these strong men who rule for decades.
5: They sure do. I just want to thank you for having Max Burns on the show. He's so it's such a great show when he's on. Oh, doesn't he, elevate, doesn't he elevate?
0: Doesn't he elevate the whole discourse of this nightmare? Yeah, he's he classes us up a lot.
5: So when uh, when was they first sold the sliced bread? What what year was that?
0: 1928. This very day.
5: So was that the greatest inventions? in sliced bread
0: is that true? <laughs> <laughs> I, it was sold for the first time in missouri so i mean i guess you could say that josh hawley is the whitest thing since sliced bread
5: so real quick last thing um i have friends that in jacksonville florida and uh just basically all over florida but they're crazy about the santas and i just yeah. i think they're you know they're intelligent i work with them uh they're union reps and, and they're a little bit different in a right-to-work state than it is in uh, California, and i I'm wow. a union rep. But uh, yeah.
0: union uh, reps for DeSantis, I much, find that fascinating.
5: I I really do too. I mean, uh, I mean, these are the guys that got mad when the. the I'm not kidding, and I won't tell you the company they work for. But they got mad when the company banned chewing tobacco out on the floor because they had their little cups that they'd spit into. <laughs> They're great people, I, but it's just a different I, way of. I mean, I, no, no, no. I,
0: like I grew up with. A, I grew up with. I grew up with my friends who were all in the Marines. I support banning those disgusting chew tobacco cups from public. Yeah, if you've ever been on a long car drive with a guy who likes a chaw, good god, good god, sir, bury that stuff in a lead box somewhere where it can't hurt the children.
5: Ugh. Don't make, don't make a mistake and pick up the wrong cup, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly, exactly.
5: Oh. <laughs> oh, they give me the willies just thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. but when they talk about, yeah, we, we like DeSantis. We like some yeah, of the stuff they I, I get doing they like
0: DeSantis, like- the but I, I, would, I would bet you money they don't know too much about him. I would bet you money they don't know the specifics of it. I would bet you money they don't think women should be penalized, you know, or or maybe they do. Maybe they're really anti-abortion and they think the women should go to jail. But six weeks, DeSantis has already gone too far to the right, too far racist. And for people who don't pay a lot of attention to politics, he might seem strong. We'll see how he does in the debates. He's just exploding well, he, all over he the can't place. Win. There's no way. I'm, I'm so shocked at what a bad job there. he's doing. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm shocked at how poorly he's doing. I thought he was going to be so formidable. And I mean against Trump. I thought he was the only one who could take on Donald Trump. And Donald Trump is just using him as a chew toy.
5: So he has very little personality. I mean, it's just, it's just when you watch him speak, you're going, oh, my God, how did he become the, uh, the governor yeah. of this great state. How did he, and again, how, Donald Trump is doing amazing. all the
0: opposition research for the Democrats. Trump hasn't even started in on Ron DeSantis and Guantanamo Bay yet. It's going to be ugly for a year. We'll see how it plays out.
5: So we all thought Mary Garden would move too slow, and I, I really believe that. But maybe moving slow is actually putting Donald Trump in position, just like you said, to do all the work for us i don't know
0: um, i i swear to god I'm i look fine. at these right wingers and I, I i feel like my god they're all just trying to get this old man reelected they're all trying they're all helping biden he can wear loafers don't he doesn't know. have to worry about it phil thank you so much for the call one more call quickly before the break pastor john in connecticut thank you for waiting on hold it's always
2: good to hear your voice my brother Listen, thank you sir uh one for for the for the fundamentals out there the real fundamentals yes, yes. not the christian uh racist uh, slave mass christianity
0: the Real Jesus <laughs> yes. stands
2: for Love and Justice and Mercy and Faith, Matthew let Yes. Me, let me plug my, 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 my church now has a, um, has a uh, website. Here it is, JSFLJMinistriesIncorporated.com, or just write down, Google JSFLJ, Jesus Christ Requires His Followers, and it'll pop up, uh, uh, Matthew 7.12. So in everything, do to us we have to do to You, you know what it means? If you Tell have me again, it's wait, J, J, J
0: C. I'm right, right, J, C F, no, JS. <laughs> JS.
2: Okay. JS. FLJ Ministries INC.com. But if you can't get that way, you can also Google JSFLJ uh, and then Jesus Christ requires his followers to take. If you do that, <laughs> it'll, it'll pop up.
0: Okay, so the what does JSFLJ Christ, stand for, for the curious?
2: You come on to my page and, and come to my church, and I'll, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you then all that. But well, it, check it, you Matthew out, making
0: me work for it. Okay, go ahead.
2: It's more than a name of a statement. The real G stands for love and justice, mercy, and faith. Check out Matthew yeah. 23 and 23. Now, what exactly. that mean, my beautiful people out there? It means the real Christians are for Medicaid for all. It yes. means that we, we lower the Social Security age. It yes. means that we fight the Southern strategy. Now, here's yes. what Biden needs to do. One, read Reverend Barber's letter that he sent out to him, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Two, go to the Poor People's Campaign. We have to talk to our white brothers and sisters and say, look, we all came on different ships. We're all in the same boat today. I grew up with the Trumpsters, with the Nixon people, with, you know, uh, uh, Reagan, all these people. I know how they've been taught. I know I'm from Long Island. I know exactly what they think and how they think and how they're being sucked. We ha- mm. So we have to reach out to them and say, look, it's like what Tom Hartman said today. He said something like, let's say you have 100 apples, you give one apple to white people, one apple to black people, and the people at the top of the 100 are saying, hey, those black people are trying to speak your one apple. Exactly <laughs> right. Now, listen, I, I,
0: I, I, yeah, I'm with you.
2: Go to democracydocket.com and find out and what's happening with voter suppression right now. It's working according to Mark Elias we're yes. in trouble biden's in trouble it is a huge mess you've got to yeah. register people left and right and bring people together go out there and see that 12 year old girl uh, president biden who has been forced government forced uh uh birth and visit her and bring you know uh that to light over and over again talk yes. about all the great things that you have done and always talk about bringing people together go to the police Talk about the 1994 assault weapons ban that President Clinton signed that the Republican Party under That's George the right. sun allowed <laughs> to expire in 2004.
0: I'm talking about that. I'm talking about that weapons ban on Dan Abrams' show on the News Nation channel right now. Pastor John, we taped it yesterday and I literally talked about the assault weapons ban of showing, proving that, yes, if you are pro-life, you can do things to protect and preserve American life. Our capitalist allies do it every day. They have the same mental illness. They have the same violent video games. They have all the same prescription drugs. They don't have the mass shootings. We showed it could be done. I think Joe Biden's smartest move on that would be the Ronald Reagan Memorial assault weapons ban. I mean, just force Republicans to vote against that. John, we have to run. Please call up here more often. And thank you so much. Uh, JSFLJ Ministries, right? Dot
2: com, incorporated, dot com, And check it out.
0: You're the man. Thank you so much, Pastor. Come here and s- spit truth anytime. Quick break. We'll be right back with your calls. And Juliet Jesky of the fantastic Decoding Fox News on your social media. If you don't follow her, you boy, you really need to. She, she pays for our sins every day, this woman. We'll be right back. This is SiriusXM Progress. I'm John saying. I am always so happy anytime we can get Julia Jeske to come back on our show. Now, if you're not familiar with her, she is out there every day making Twitter a better place. I've known Juliet as a comedian, but I tell you, she has become a social media superstar with Decoding Fox News, where she deciphers misinformation and disinformation on Fox. She has a great newsletter on, Newsma- uh, on Substack, rather. And as I like to say, um, she watches Fox so we don't have to. She pays for our sins. Julia Jesky, welcome back.
4: Thanks for having me.
0: I'm always happy to have you here. It's always great to see you. I was your fan years before you began doing Decoding Fox News. But my God, the endurance you have to do. I feel like we should be talking to you like we talk to the astronauts when they come down after a year on the space. Are you okay? How are your vitals? Um, For those who don't know, how much Fox do you generally have to consume a week for the studies that you do?
4: I was supposed when I originally put the project together, it was 15 uh, hours and okay. since uh Tuck, since tucker got fired i upped it to 20 because i wanted to see fox news tonight that's the show that replaced him every single week i just wanted to see what they were doing with that because mm. they kept changing the host and then i, I picked up another i rotate the primetime shows so it's yes. been 20 and then some weeks if something crazy happens it's a lot more so if there's a big news story i will try to pick up like the wagner rebellion in russia i picked up all of prime time on that friday and then i picked up shows on a saturday to show my readers and i also have a podcast my listeners yes. what was going on at fox so i do that whenever did, anything big happens so that was a did fox
0: devote week. a lot of time did fox devote a lot of time to no. progression because you can't really talk no. about hunter biden if you're talking about progression
4: no they ignored it they they uh what was amazing about it. that is uh As my Twitter was lighting up with, you know, alert after alert after alert of what was going on in Russia and clip after clip, it took the mainstream media, I think, a minute to catch on to that because they weren't sure if it It was a true story or not.
0: No, honestly, the night it launched, Juliet, we were live and CNN was doing nothing but submarine horror stories the entire time because they had booked a whole hour of just submarine people. Meanwhile, there was almost (laughs) a military coup in Russia that they didn't have anyone ready on, on standby to talk about.
4: Yeah, and I think they were legitimately concerned if it was a real story or not, because you can't really trust anything out of Russia. So once the uh, networks start picking up that this is really happening, and they had live footage from it, uh, Fox was still just talking about everything else but. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So that's why I never pick up the weekends. And I went ahead and picked up the weekend, the Saturday, just to see if they did cover it. And they finally covered it on Saturday. Um, They kind of barely mentioned it. They cut in with like a 30 second uh news update like oh yeah by the way there might be a civil war in russia and then just went right back to their programming as if you know
0: really yeah so and they're I, avoids, I just, it was they're bad. avoiding it was ever bad. criticizing vladimir putin it's like tucker never left
4: it's like tucker never left um it was a it was a crazy night to uh cover fox i think that week i i think i clocked in at 26 hours so that was a lot to watch and consume wow um yeah you I, okay I, you, you, you yeah, okay yeah sure yet? yeah yeah
0: i'll bring anything over if you need it if you need some narcan or anything I, i'm, I'm, no, there for I'm you. good okay. i
4: i have a i've developed a very healthy sense of humor about my job so uh <laughs> i kind of make fun of them and i imitate their voices on my podcast and stuff and so it's how i cope with watching so much just straight up propaganda. No, that's and your and your
0: comedic background, I know, helps your sanity because your comedic background helps my sanity, which brings <laughs> us to uh, today's today's this week's big story: um, Hunter's cocaine that wasn't Hunter's. But yeah. does it really matter? Does it really matter no. that it wasn't Hunter's? That,
4: They're going to say I, it is anyway. They don't care. They don't care <laughs>
0: and, and because they know if I mean, what, what's going to happen? Is Hunter Biden going to make them pay seven hundred million dollars for lies? Oh, so no. all week long, I saw Fox News personalities. We played some of them on the air, and and you know, statesmen like Daryl Issa talking or strongly intimating about Hunter's coke. And I just kind of feel like even if you were just being suggestive about it, you owe Hunter an apology. But I don't think yeah. we'll be seeing too much of that. How did how no. to your expert gaze? How did Fox handle this it's, Christmas gift they were given?
4: It's the biggest story of the week. And Daryl Issa, by the way, that he cracked me up because he said. People who do um, cocaine are stoned. And I'm like, wow, you really don't understand cocaine, do you? thats They're not stoned. It's the opposite, my friend. The opposite. Stoned is cool. Stoned is lethal in most states now, buddy. Stoned is the only so way I can is, watch
0: Fox News, yeah. Stoned
4: is fine, but cocaine is a totally different drug. It's much more dangerous. And yeah. I wouldn't no go stoned. near it. Stone, um, I could yeah. watch
0: Fox News. Cocaine, I'd have to work <laughs> on camera for Fox News. Yeah, like, I get it. But I
4: thought that was funny because I'm like, wow, Daryl Ice is clueless. But um, yeah, it's been like their biggest. They've opened. Even today, they opened, I think, every show I watched with the cocaine story. And I'm like, they even haven't today. changed it. Even today, even on a Friday, they haven't changed anything about it. They're just like, there was a bag of cocaine.
0: And we oh knew days God. ago, I mean we knew yeah. days ago that the Bidens weren't there all weren't weekend. There. We knew days ago <laughs> that that it was in a cubby where people leave their phones at the west entrance when you visit as a tourist. It doesn't matter because there's no accountability. They might as well be the Supreme Court,
4: yeah, yeah <laughs> might as well be this. well you know, somebody send them a million dollar trip to go fishing in Alaska or something, <laughs> exactly. yeah, then they'll be the Supreme Court.
0: I mean, I, after a week like this, I almost want to ask what shocks you more, um, the, the the stories that Fox News is covering or the stories that Fox News chooses not to cover? Because, again, well, you know, the Purgosian story, huge. So much. Of it, we've talked about this before. It's it's so much of it is the stories that Fox News viewers never hear.
4: Yeah. And this week, it's been the heat waves that's happening all that are happening all over the world, not yeah, just in the United legitimate States. Story. And. We had like I think the three. I might be wrong, but I know we had the at least one of the hottest days on record globally in the world. Like globally in the three. War, ever. Monday three. was the hottest day three. ever recorded.
0: The record yeah. was broken Tuesday. Record was broken Wednesday.
4: And it's globally, so not just the United States. And uh, Fox did mention it. Uh, it came up a little bit. They've they've done a little bit about the heat waves in the United States. They'll do about a thirty second spot. They're like, wow, it's hot in Texas, and then they just go into the weather. And then at one point they were joking uh, about how it was 112 in Arizona, and uh, Rachel Campos Duffy, the genius that oh, is, she is, uh,
0: she's been on this show, <laughs> yeah, <trust>. oh, oh, <laughs> yeah.
4: Trust at Fox, she's got uh, Jesse Waters in her. I'm like, I don't know which one. No, no, which
0: no, one. Jesse Water. Jesse but, Waters has his own <laughs> strata of hell. I'm sorry. I as bad as Rachel Campos Duffy is, I don't think she's ever eaten paste. Uh, this Je- is true. Jesse Waters this is true. Yeah.
4: Um, but she made a comment like, well, it's always that hot down there. Everybody's just used to it. And I'm like, is it? I know it gets really hot in Arizona and they don't have the humidity. So I understand desert heat is different. I totally understand that. But she acted like it was nothing. And I'm like, I don't know if it's nothing because it's not just 112 in Arizona. It's like blazingly hot all over the South. And they just they just oh, it's summer. Yeah, you know, It's just summer. And they they yeah. downplay the uh, the uh, they blame Canada and I did a bunch of research into that, uh, the Canadian wildfires, because like one third of the entire nation of Canada is a forest. And a, lo- yes. a lot of the forests are really dense in the middle of nowhere. And it would take uh, human beings like forever to even get there. So this idea that they can like manicure the forest and keep it clear of all this, it's nonsense. They can't, they just can't no, do it.
0: but it's so hot, Canada's on fire and yeah. Fox News is invested in trying to suggest that we should be talking about weather because weather yeah. and climate are the same thing Yeah. because yeah. they're invested in protecting fossil fuels because they've been groomed to. I mean, it doesn't yeah. help Fox news anchors to go rooting for Chevron, but they're going to do it anyway.
4: Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, and then they have fake experts on a lot. People who do not have any background in climate science whatsoever who get, there are several of them. I have a, a, right. a list just on climate change. They also had fake experts for COVID-19. But for climate change, they have like a rotation. And uh, these, uh, they're all men. They all have- Industry funded skeptics. Yeah. They have like communications BAs or uh, um, poli-sci or Schellenberger who has a MA in anthropology. And he got on just last week and blamed, this one is funny, if you live in New York, you'll get a kick out of this. He blamed AOC for shutting down Indian Point nuclear power plant, which was shut down in 2017. They decided to shut it down in 2017. It didn't get shut down until 2020, but she didn't take office until 2019. Um, She got elected in Oh no! Two thousand. She didn't get. Yeah, she was two years off. Two years. But off. I'm sure. I'm, Fo- I'm sure the. I'm sure the Fox News.
0: But 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 Juliet, I'm sure the Fox News editorial staff issued a correction right away. Right? There was a <laughs> no, Chiron or not. something. Right? No, no. I'm no. No, they I'm sure not. The, the, but the Fox <laughs> viewers would be so angry to know they were told things that weren't true, even no, they if it would. fed their prejudices.
4: They don't care. <laughs>
0: you, Joe Biden got some pretty good economic numbers. As he you did. know, how he did was the dogs. Fox News? How was the Fox News coverage of the economic numbers?
4: Well, I. Uh, Jessica Tarloff, the liberal in the five, went off about it at length, and she got cut off by Judge Jeanine. And Judge Jeanine just just said, "Why don't people know about this?" Like that. And then um I'm like, "Well, because your network lies to them. That's part yeah. of it." And yeah. then Steve Ducey had one of his moments where I call them Ducey goes rogue. I talk about that on my podcast where he just goes, he's like, "Well." I- Oh no, that's my Ducey voice. Where he's like, oh, I don't know. I know." You know, he's got some really good numbers, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, here he goes, there he goes." He becomes
0: um, so close to being a journalist and relying on. Fa- and I, <laughs> no. I, listen, I've known Steve Ducey for twenty years. I used to do Fox and Friends all the time. There, oh my god, there's there is a human buried inside that fox suit. There really is. And with Killmeat as well, they're a, a deeply ashamed <laughs> human who made compromises years ago to pay for their kids' education. But they're, I, I, Deucey definitely knows how fucked up it all is.
4: Oh, yeah. He's he's my favorite on the... When he's not on Fox and Friends, I'm like, oh, I have to watch this show. Because <laughs> he has these moments where I'm like, ooh, anytime somebody's unpredictable, I get a kick out of that. And so Judge Janine is my other... Another favorite because you never know what that woman's going to do. I'm like, is she yeah, going to throw a pen? Is she going to, you know, lay into Judge? Uh, I mean, Greg Gutfeld. What is she going to yeah. do today? She's, I, I, she's hilarious.
0: Oh, I've been on her show. She's a she's exactly the same off camera as she is on camera. I believe she's, it. I totally yeah. believe it. That's so her. What 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 else, Juliet? Anything offhand you can think of that Fox News was not covering this week besides Prigozhin? I would imagine that, you know, Rudy Giuliani's disciplinary panel recommending he be disbarred probably oh, they didn't, didn't get a lot that of coverage.
4: No, really? that doesn't <laughs> nothing like that gets mentioned. They ignored all of the Trump uh legal problems until very until like the indictment they really yeah. did they they covered mar-a-lago at, like as if that was the most important story ever the mar-a-lago search that yes. was like oh my god that was non-stop no you mean commercial.
0: the mar-a-lago raid the raid, raid the Julia. raid yes yes the not a lawfully raid, not a lawfully executed search warrant the raid <laughs> the like the Breonna raid. taylor's house yeah
4: yeah and they did it like n- no commercials so i had to sit through full solid hours of of you know you know hannity going Oh, look what happened! You know, just like freaking out, like and now for reaction, Joe Concha, and Joe Concha's like, "I <laughs> love you, Sean Hannity." <laughs> 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 oh
0: my god! And I'm
4: like Joe Concha, and then Joe, like what? Cr-
0: Joe's done this show too. My God, Chris I'm is not telling gonna speak you, to you anymore. Yeah. What
4: cracks me up about Joe Concha is I do feel bad for him because they had everybody in that Fox News Tonight rotation. They had a lot of different hosts, but Joe Concha was not one of them. And then yeah. Hannity will turn to Joe Concha all the time and go. You need your own show and it doesn't ever doesn't happen. He doesn't even sub for people and I'm like poor Joe concha
0: You know it you wasn't know? just Deucey though this week. Uh, Britt Hume did a little bit of truth telling on Fox News and that always surprises me. I check and see if the planets are aligning. Um Britt went on the air and 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 talked about how Republicans should think twice before supporting Trump. He said <laughs> which means the case can be made that he's a loser. Because since he got elected He's compiled a string of losses. Either he or his supported Mm -hmm. candidates have lost too many races. This will come back to haunt the Republican Party in 2024. Britt's way too senior to be fired. He's no Geraldo. But (laughs) I don't know if you you happen to see it. I mean, it was a bit shocking to see Britt Hume come out and drop some truth bombs. And uh, and then we lost lost Geraldo, who's also done this show. My God, everyone on Fox has been on this show. But we lost Geraldo as well.
4: We did, and I, I did see Steve Ducey also had I made a joke on Twitter about uh, ketchup splattering walls and broken porcelain in Mar-a-Lago because Fox and Friends used to be Trump's like favorite show, and he yeah. would he, they would directly speak to him, <laughs> like directly address like Mr. President, look right into the camera and talk to him. Oh, and sometimes yeah. he would call in live. And um, that's yeah. why I was asked to cover it. I was asked to cover it by the the people who set up my grant. So I was like, ooh. And uh, what was interesting is Steve Ducey uh, had Glenn Youngkin, and he was like, I think he was calling in or something, and he said, well, aren't people telling you to run for president? You should run for president. And I'm like, oh! And I just pictured Trump like, yeah, I like throwing his <laughs> breakfast plate at the wall, you know, because I'm like, I can't imagine Trump's loving that. Um, but they they yeah. have such a strange relationship with Trump because they keep well, going they, back and forth because
0: they all they all know it's full of crap, and they all yeah. they all have the same job, which is peasant maintenance. They've all yeah, got to keep yeah. the peasants really excited yeah. to fight for the feudal lord. That's their yeah. job. They, they know it's seriously. rubbish, and they get rich doing it.
4: Yeah. So, their version so, of populism, yeah.
0: I mean, and and Trump loved Fox and Friends. He 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 stole Kaylee McEnany and recast her on his Celebrity Apprentice White House edition. So absolutely. So what's on your radar for the week coming up, Juliette?
4: I have no idea. I oh, I have a couple. <laughs> pod, I I'm doing a couple podcasts. I'm going to be doing Aaron Rupar's podcast, and I'll be doing a new show uh, with Anthony Davis. Okay. He normally does with Ron Flip. Lebowski. Oh, I I'm love Ron Lebowski. Yes, yeah, he's great. I'm going to be subbing for Ron for that, oh, and it's called like un. They almost called it Decoding, and I freaked out. And they changed the name of it, and now, like an idiot, I can't remember the name of the new show. But it's Anthony Davis. I'll be promoting it like crazy. Let us know. And yeah, it's, we'll it's, we'll have
0: you back to promote it too.
4: Yeah, yeah, and it's going to be on Tuesday. We're going to be filming it on Tuesday. I don't know if they're going to air it on Tuesday exactly, but, or no Wednesday. Wednesday, that's Wednesday. What am I thinking? My brain's fried. I'm a little Julia tired. Jeske.
0: Everyone, me too, and I thank you for staying up late with us on a Friday. Everyone needs to follow Decoding Fox News. How do we subscribe to your Substack?
4: Well, you can go to my sub stack and subscribe for free, or you can become a paid subscriber if you want. Either one. I have plenty of stuff for both. I'm also on Threads, the new, the new version of Twitter. And I'm on think? Twitter. I love How Threads like so, so far. I don't, yeah. I'm not a purist. I'm just like, give me a social media platform that works.
0: Nice. You know, none of them
4: are perfect. <laughs> We're dealing with two very, very imperfect individuals in the ownership, but uh, Musk is worse. So Musk I'll is go. so
0: awful. He's made Zuckerberg more likable. I Isn't can't it even crazy? Imagine. Julia yeah. Jeske, thank you for all you do, my friend. I really love decoding Fox News, and I read you every day.
4: Thank you so much.